Hey, it's your mucking mares. Um, clearly, we took a break, so we're going to call this season two. Woohoo! I like it. I like it too. So, what did y'all do on your break? Oh well, I battled all the rain rot this season. So, because I think my my little girl coming down from Kentucky just had a little bit of time adjusting, you know, and she adjusting to her new pen mates and all that sort of thing. So anyway, but we finally um, got all her own brushes and got her on a good medication schedule. Not medication, but you know what I mean, treatment schedule. And um, she's finally looking better. So it's yay. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a win in you my book. I also attempted to pull her mane. I also attempted to pull her mane, yes. And she turned into the bay dragon because um, she does not like it. It's one bit. So <laughs> I, have, I got about like, okay, how long is a horse's mane? Like three feet or something. I think I got about six inches and we had to stop. Can I just say that in the last thoroughbred, <laughs> Taz's mom, I would have to put in Lily's stall. This is a small stall, pony stall. And I would put three halters on her. <laughs> and I would attach one halter to one side, like a cross tie, one halter to the other, and one halter to the middle. <laughs> and I would put hay in a hay bag uh-huh. and usually give her a little bit of ace, but she was one of those old school girls who, she was not a cheap date. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. It took a lot of ace. And I would finally, she was burning through no, it, huh? Yeah, she was. She was like, hey, give me another. <laughs> I can have some of that. I, I would pull and pull and pull until it was like, Tiny, and everybody go. Oh my gosh, she doesn't have a mane anymore. I'm like, shut up, you owner, for a while. That's why she doesn't have a mane. I'll do it next year. Yep. <laughs> um, what did I do? Took the old Lou to a show, and she was a fabulous. Yes, she was. Let's also add on that, like we've had no, we've not done any hormones this year, which I think. Like no, when you knock on wood right now, which is You're great right. though, since the old Yusuf is doing their whole I know maybe depot's gone kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm super impressed. We even had a, a stallion walk by. She lost her mind for a minute, but we got it back. You know what I mean? Totally like it, got it back together. We could have we could have just completely gone downhill from there, but we got it back together. So mm-hmm. that's what I did. We've just been riding and riding and riding and riding, and then we rode some more. <laughs> I've not been writing and writing. I'm dealing with the heat because I'm the barn owner and I have to clean stalls all the time. And my main time for writing is currently between 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. So who lives oh. in Alabama out there? I do, I do. And can testify oh, you meant out there. Sorry. for the heat. No, you're good too. I will take anyone who can testify. But you know what my husband bought me? A cooling vest. What, oh. Now, what, what is a cooling vest? Smart Pack, and I don't know if I don't think it's a Smart Pack brand, but I got it from Smart Pack. And you take the vest and you put it in water. Okay. And you wipe off the outside, and it's supposed to keep you cool for like five hours. Ooh. Stop. So it should be here any day now. So it like cools I'm, you to the I've core. Lot, yeah, I've got a lot I'm of gonna hope. Need, I'm gonna need your your review and test. Yes, because I'm currently about that. ride at like. Eight o'clock at night. Yes, yeah. which kind of kills my going to bedtime. Sure. We'll revisit that in a future episode because I would like to hear Absolutely. more about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Shout out to Smart Pack. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so um, we'll just kind of roll into what um, is our next episode. It's a follow up from the last episode of the season, <laughs> our first season. <laughs> um, so yeah, thanks. Bye. Bye. Hey, <laughs> this is your mucking mares with Stir Up Trouble, three boss mares and some horse hockey. <gasps> I even knew it was coming and it scared me dead. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. everyone just wrecked who's listening to podcasts in their car because they thought they just got shot. It's right off the road. <laughs> that, that was our beautiful bubbly popping. That was Lindsay. Oh, my word. I'm that Alice. Was good. And I'm Anna. I'm Lindsay. Did I say we were the mucking mares? You I did. did. You okay, did. yep. And this is Stir Up Trouble. Just a quick shout out to the websites, muckingmares.com. And the Insta and the Twitter, which are all the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Facebook, all the same. Um, so we kind of have a carryover of our last episode to talk about this week. But let's hit that update arena first. Yeah, so I don't know we ever explain what the update arena is, but basically what happens is we record these things and then all of a sudden we find all the information that we were looking for for weeks that we didn't find. I hate it when that happens. So, yeah, yeah so the update arena is just kind of, you know, it's not like a corrections thing. Like, our little murderinos have corrections corner. Mm-hmm. We do the update arena. So, um, do y'all have some updates? I do. Well, do I don't really have an update. I feel like I need to tell you about this app I found, though. Okay. Okay. So, 
I feel like it goes along with some you know, of the things we talked about. If you're into horses, you research all things horses. So I was like, what kind of apps do we got out there? Of course, there's the racing apps and all of that. Um, and then there's the pony games with all, like, the, the kids have. Um, but, y'all, I found this app that <laughs> it is quite possibly the most disturbing thing I've ever seen. Oh, no. Um, you basically make a pony boyfriend. <laughs> Wait, what? what? So, how does that work? Like, like a virtual boyfriend? Um, so this this character in the app has a horse's body and a and a like boy face. So basically, is that is what is it? What is that's that? A a cent- cent- that's a centaur. All right, a centaur. However, it in here it's called Pony Boyfriend. Oh, and I just really all I need to do is tell you all to go look at it because it is the most. I mean, it's creepy. It's so creepy because, well, well, yeah, because you think about all the like teenage girls who think about their like think about boys who are cute, and it has these like wispy, wavy hair, like a Ken doll. Oh my gosh! But it's on the body of a horse. Oh, oh. I mean, is this real or is this like a silly thing? Well, I didn't. I mean, I didn't download it. Maybe I should have, but I didn't. I feel um, like you need to. For next time. <laughs> Research. Yes. Update Arena next time. You will tell us about your pony boyfriend. Do you think we'll get flagged if... <laughs> Let's all make a boyfriend on... <laughs> and well, see what I, they turn out well, like. Well, Anna, I didn't want to do it. I just wanted Lindsay to do it. <laughs> oh, oh, y'all, the name of... And I don't... <gasps> y'all, I'm so... I'm so shocked by this. I, I just pulled it back up because I was going to pull it up. It has five stars. And well, okay. 694 reviews. What? Shut up. Um, it's really hard to get people to review on it's app actually too, because called, they send me those updates on the ones I use all the time, and I'm like, no thanks. I'm like, no, bye-bye. Remind it's me actually later. called My Horse Prince. <laughs> well, my, of course it is. Prince. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, it's, it looks like a llama. It's like a, <laughs> I, it does. It doesn't even look like a centaur because like, it's just a It's just a head. head. No, but look at his That's freak. creepy. <gasps> Y'all. Like, centaurs are so much more handsome than that. <laughs> I feel like it's giving a bad name to centaurs. Um, yeah. Oh. So, so there's, like, kind of a sexy bar scene. There's with a screenshot <laughs> with this hoof up above her head. Like, against a wall. Against a wall, and it says, will you be my owner? So do you have to create yourself in this app, too? Like, is that I the participant, so. and then that is her virtual... I think so. Let's do it. We'll, we'll, boyfriend. we'll report God. back. I want to have a comparison of the three of our thing. <laughs> okay. Our three of our creation. All right, Ooh. I'll okay. give. So my horse prints. We'll talk about it next time, too. Sorry, yeah. we can continue on now with Update Arena. I just had to get that out real quick. <laughs> well, that's no, you're worthy, good. I mean, I feel I like that was completely necessary. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, didn't you research something? We were talking about the barn rats last week. Oh, uh-huh. Didn't you research? Because we were talking a lesson about this. Because we, we just sit and, like, it's like we brainstorm on all the things. We do. to figure out life. Yeah, we really do. So... Um, I was doing some research and was reading about the Dunning-Kruger effect, which is essentially, like, I'll just read the definition, is low-ability individuals suffer from illusionary superiority, mistakenly assessing their ability higher than it actually is. So based on our, like, our barn rat conversation last time, and thinking about this, it kind of made a whole bunch of sense in my head about why we have these writers who just don't want to work for it because they already think they're good. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. And so, I, you know, and I think that... In a lot of cases. I mean, I'm yeah. not saying everybody, but yeah, I totally agree with that. No, certainly not everybody. But it also makes me wonder, is that sort of the, the disconnect between the barn, being here in the barn rats and loving it and wanting to doing it and wanting to try really hard and be better at it? Um, because I think that also goes back to social media with that instant gratification and that instant... Um, you know, you always see the younger kids and you look at their Instagram comments and it's like, mm-hmm. you're so beautiful. You're the best. You're amazing, which is great for self-esteem. Right. But then doesn't have that right. alter. I mean, that's much better than the alternative. No, of, absolutely. You know. <laughs> and I'm just wondering if that could also have an effect on um, them thinking that they're even better than they are. I don't know. I could see that. I could see that. I think, um, I think parents have a lot to do with that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I think so many times parents are like, oh, like... <laughs> I really did have a parent a few years ago, and I kind of, I hurt her feelings a little bit, but I felt like it was right. It was kind of like when you've got a little kid, and they're saying, well, you spell 
my name, my name's Anna. I spell my name L-I-N-D-S-E-Y. And you're like, oh, yay, good. But they're wrong, you know? (laughs) Well, that's what was happening in the lesson. And it was so very blatant. Like, I would correct something. And then every time the kid went by, the parent said, oh, my gosh, that's great. You're doing it. That's so good. And I finally just had to say, no, that's not what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. at all like that's why I'm correcting it so if you reinforce that it's good then she never knows to correct it and right. it becomes a safety issue uh-huh. mm-hmm. and it really it was not anything gigantic but it was something that could have Easily come back and haunted out of her yeah and, it could have yeah. haunted her in the future if she had not gotten it under mm-hmm. control yeah and but it hurts her, her feelings a little bit but I'm like I don't care I mean you can't just say it's right and right whatever yeah so I don't know. It's just something I was reading and just wanted. I thought it continued on, kind of from our conversation. Something to think about. Well, on the parent line, I was listening. Not the parent line. Like, <laughs> that's like a call in line. We do not have a call in line. One eight hundred horse mom. On the, Barn on, mom. Well, I was trying. That actually to, would be seven digits, so we could have like one eight hundred horse mom for a future thing. <laughs> no one good. steal that. You can't. You Her, can't not, have it. Not horse mom. Barn mom. B a r n m o n. I was yeah. gonna say. Mm-hmm. I was about to say. Um, that's eight, Alice, but. I was going to just let you go with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I was listening to the radio after we did our last podcast about the barn rats, and it was right before Easter, and they were talking about an Easter egg hunt that had gone on for years. It was like a famous egg hunt and whatnot that they actually had to cancel, and it was a church event, not here in town or anything, but just somewhere, that they had to cancel because the parents were fighting over the Easter egg so much. Oh, like they wouldn't man. just they, they had set it up for several years with lines <sighs> and boundaries saying you can't go past here and they would have parents running across and tackling each other and trying to get more eggs for their kid. Oh my gosh. Yes, okay. And so this this radio People show are is cray. Uh, it's completely cray. And this radio show is Rick and Bubba, a little shout out there. Shameless plug, as they would say, <laughs> but um, but they were they got into a conversation which hit very close to home because they were talking about parents and coaches and all this kind of stuff because they've coached before and they've been parents with other coaches and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But they were saying, you know, they would love a football team where they just drop the kids off, the parents can't come to practice and they can't come to games, and the kids can just go out there and have fun because they were saying that you know with that kind of sport, it generally is something where the parents just they're causing a lot of that, whether it's competition or whether it's you're the best player or whether it's you need to do better and it's pressure. Mm-hmm. So they were saying the opposite, that, that as parents, we don't expect enough out of our kids and blah, 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 you know, just yeah. basically what we were saying, but they just reversed it to more a parent side versus a kid side. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like that. It was interesting just to mm-hmm. listen to their perspective because we had just discussed it. Right. Yeah, yeah and we'll put... I'm going to post this on the Facebook page um, soon because the way you were just talking about just made me think about an article I read. It was about soccer, but it was, I think it completely relates to, to horses, but it was the coach who was a parent mm-hmm. and she was talking to all the other parents about um, getting out of the way and like the pressure that you put and, you know, just talking about how it feels to be that person because she was that person and from that perspective um I don't know it was just super interesting but yeah. I'll post it on the page and I think it carries on a lot of what you're yeah. talking about with with what they were talking about well and I've seen a lot of difference in like when I pull the kids over I've got in the far corner of our arena in our indoor arena it's I like the indoor because I can sit and talk to the parents and listen to the parents and kind of know what's going on and kind of micromanage a little bit but I love to pull the kids all the way down to the corner and talk kind of mm-hmm. secretively. Mm-hmm. And they'll be so honest and they talk <laughs> and they listen and I'm real up front. And I'll just tell them, look, this is between you and me. This is between me and your parents. Right. Some things will be between me and your parents. Right. But this isn't. You know, if it's having to do with money or whatever, yeah, that's different. But this is between you and me. And they tend to then... They're that's probably a, a little bit a more responsible. responsible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if y'all can hear it. There is some weird screaming creature out in the woods. It's so loud. <laughs> and it's like a weird noise. So anyway. Okay. Yep. Oh, no. But good. they have to probably be a little bit more responsive because they feel like that's something that's just for them. You know, it's not for, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, because I do think they want to do it. But again, I just don't think that we expect as much out of our kids. And our one, you can tell the kids who have way more responsibility mm-hmm. versus the others. Well, and there are times when I feel bad teaching 
when I, and I know you, I know you do this too, but even when I'm teaching, like I look forward to teaching some of the more intermediate advanced kids because I teach the beginners so much. Right. So anytime I'm with them, I'm like, yes, I get excited about it because yeah. we can, I can move fast, like the little things. But it seems like every time I go in, we're still focusing on the little things. And I have to tell them close their fingers. I have to tell them to, you know, shorten their reins. And it's, it's yeah. those given things that you... And then I feel bad about it because we spent the entire lesson right. working on these little things. I mean, I had that very much today teaching mm-hmm. until I threatened and said, you're about to finish <laughs> your entire lesson with no stirrups. Because it was something we had worked on four weeks in a row that wasn't difficult. It was just self you know, having your own responsibility. What, right. what, am I, what do I usually call that? <laughs> Personal responsibility. Yes. Sorry, it's been a week. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, I feel your pain. Yeah, I know you did. Um, speaking of, though, so I don't ever get to teach the advanced kids and that um, teaching um, our two girls, I won't say their name. One of them is adult, but the other one's not. Yes, yes, um, yes. On Saturday... I felt really accomplished because I was able to talk one of our more advanced girls who's a jumper through um, her courses. And she immediately was after, afterwards was like, that was so helpful. And that helped me so much. Good. And I was like, yay, I contributed. <laughs> yay. <laughs> and it was immediate. Like, we started talking through it. And I was like, okay, now do this. And she, it was immediate. Yeah. She's, I know who you're talking about too, and she's one of those fun students that you can ride through them mm-hmm. and they do everything you're saying because so you get so much done because they're riding like you would ride the horse. Right. Which makes such a big difference. Yeah. And I guess, I think that's where the intermediate lessons, like where you get frustrated, that's where my frustration is too. It's because I'm trying, I'm like, if you would just listen and do it, you're going to get it immediately because that's what I would do if I was on your horse, not mm-hmm. just. I'm telling you to do this because you should or because it looks better. Right. It's exactly what I would be doing right now. Mm-hmm. And then, and you know where they could be going in the lesson. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> he's going to get it. He's going to get it. Did you bang your nose, baby girl? That's real life, y'all. Oh. Wow. We just watched two dogs chase a rat. Hashtag barn life. Wow, oh. that was intense. Uh-huh. It was very intense. I'm sorry, I can't. I don't like them. I can't. The ones that we saw, like me. Speaking of barn rats, <laughs> we keep yes. coming back to the mice. <laughs> they um, they decided we couldn't have an, an episode without talking about them. I'm just gonna sit with my feet off the ground for the rest of the yeah. episode. Yeah, I've never seen one. I, I think we have made them that uncomfortable. Though. I think so too. I think we have searching. made them that mm-hmm. uncomfortable. They are searching for a place to go. And I know that my cat's gonna far be like, away from here. I mean, my cat's gonna be like. No Bitch, dice. Please. I mean, right. like, he it does not mess around. Uh-uh. But um, anyway. Okay, so back to the kiddo thing. I thought a great topic after our barn rat episode would be someone who I love, love, love to follow and watch and listen to because he doesn't take crap off of anybody. And one of my favorite things that this person says is there is one chief, and that does not, that's never said to the kids. He stares at the parents and says, there is one chief. If you want to be the chief, then either hire another trainer or go somewhere. I mean, just leave. Go. Mm-hmm. And there's like, I mean, and these people are paying high dollar money to listen to him. Right, right. But that is <laughs> George Morris. Love him. And if you are in Lindsay, the Lindsay, I think world, we need one of those sound effects to come in. Like, when you <laughs> yeah, I know, right? We need that. Like, maybe the angel. Yeah, the uh-huh. angel voices. Because yeah. if you are, I mean, if you're in the horse world. Hi, George. You absolutely we can should do send, nothing without knowing George Morris. Yeah, we should send him this episode. I feel like I don't know that we can do justice enough. <laughs> I feel like we're too silly. Oh, you're probably We're right. not serious enough. And yet we really are to be a very laid back, lower income-ish for our horse people farm yeah. I think we do a great job of discipline and speaking George yeah. Morris. I agree. Because I, mean, I have told people that they do look like an ape humping in a tree. <laughs> and have not felt bad about it. No. Or whatever it is he says. So <laughs> The she, best two days, actually, you've made comments where I'm like, that was a very George Morris comment. Because you would, you would say, you said something outside and you're like, well, that was ugly. <laughs> well, it was. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah. And then she was like, I know I said it. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, like she she did it and then went, 
Because <sighs> she knew I was about to say something. <laughs> and it was horrible. I was like, what was that? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's, it's usually those weeks where I have, I just ain't got time for it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, get your shit together. Because I've got a horse show this weekend and a horse show next weekend. And I don't have time for you because right. I don't have grooms. And I don't have barn help. I do it myself except for my husband who's cleaning stalls right now. Shout out to <laughs> the sweet horse husband. Um, so just, can I give you a very quick George Morris rundown? Yes, please. Yes, right, yes please. So, um, he is an American trainer judge. He was born in 1938, so he is not a spring chicken. Um, he was the chief to keep of the, I can't ever say that word, so sorry if I mess that up. <laughs> um, I have a lot of issues with all those syllables. Uh, of the United States Equestrian Federation show jumping team. He has won silver medals at the Rome Olympics. He's won gold medals at the Pan American Games. He's just kind of done it all. He's pretty just fabulous. And then trained people and they did it all. And he's just so serious and so black and white. And he's tough, tough, tough as nails. And I think that's something we miss out on a lot. And I think when I first really, really started following, I mean, of course, you in the horse world, you always follow him. But I think when I really started following him was when he started the program where the kids, the top riders went and um, went to a clinic with him. And he, at one point, and if I get the facts wrong, I'm sorry, because I just don't remember what year it was. It's been a while. But he made a lot of the big, like, BZ Madden and some really big Writers, they were the grooms for the mm-hmm. one of the, at least one of the days. They were also training and, and doing clinics too. But he was just awesome about, hey, look, this is your and these are kids, you know, with tons of money, mm-hmm. horses that are million dollar horses, probably pretty close. And you know, he was just trying to explain to them that look, if your horse gets cut in the stall by a nail, <clears throat> it's on you. It's not on your groom. You need to take responsibility for that because it was really in a time when we were going to horse shows where no like the kids would just walk up hop on the horse walk in the arena show come back and hand their reins to a groom mm-hmm. and I mean I've noticed a big trend which we don't do a lot of a shows but we do you know every couple of months we go to one probably six to eight a year and it's just not like that anymore I mean some mm-hmm. places are but you know there's a lot of shows that we go to where there may be grooms and they're helping and they're working but they're right. not actually doing every single thing for you. Right. At least yeah. in the South. You know, that's that's a Southern thing, you know, that that I've seen more of. Um, yeah, I'd be interested to know how, how it is in other places. Yeah. Maybe that's a blog we'll post. We'll post this question on um, on our blog and people can comment. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Because I think people in California and Connecticut <laughs> should be listening. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hey, agree. Hey, United States. Hey. It's all the United States. USA Sorry, Anna. Can and continue. No, no, that's really, I mean, that was it. I mean, that was just kind of, that's when I started really following because I appreciated that because at the time, like now, I was going to the horse shows and we didn't have a green. Our kids just, that's not our program. We have nice horses, but they, the kids have to work really, really hard to make them that way. Mm-hmm. The trainers have to work, work really hard to make them that way. And they do their own work. And it was just a time where we would go to shows. Like, I remember going to Tunica, which was always one of my favorites. But everything's pretty much enclosed. I guess, yeah, I guess it's all enclosed. And at night, we would go walk, hand walk the horses. And I say we, me and my dog, would go hand walk the horses. And I had probably eight there. So I was walking two at a time, trying to cut down on walking 18,000 miles. Sure. <laughs> and I remember the grooms being like, oh, my goodness, your trainer lets you do that? And I was like, well, <laughs> I am the trainer. And so I kind of became friends with them all because at 10 o'clock at night when you're all walking laps. Spawns happen. Under a gigantic, <laughs> or, you know, stall and arena area. Yeah, we kind of bonded and um, I felt very close to them because they appre- they did. I mean, they truly did appreciate yeah. me actually working and being the trainer, but also working the horses. You know, whereas I would have thought they would have been like, oh, you don't have grooms. Mm-hmm. It was very much the opposite. So, yep. Well, and he's also a big fan of thoroughbreds, isn't he? Um, I do think he likes, I, I've not looked a whole lot about that, but I do think he is a big fan of all the stuff that everybody is trying to do to, to I don't say rehabilitate. No, what to, am I um, to retrain them retrain, to new careers. Re- new career, yes. Yeah, retrain new, them new to vocations new careers. Because yeah. um, that is an important an important thing, you know, an important mm-hmm. area. For and these workhorses that we've bred in America, we need to, well, we need it, to re-career them. Yeah, re-career. when it helps the racing people because, 
they're not going to push them so hard, I don't think. I think in the long run, they're not going to overwork. They're not going to do these things. And they're going to be more honest about injuries because they now have an outlet for these horses yeah. instead of just trying to dump them on people, mm-hmm. you know. Because they can, you know, like our big team green crew, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, if our horses do well, that reflects on them and their training well, and what they've done, yeah. you know. Well, and we've talked about how, how much we appreciate at this point what they've already done with them. Right. Because it's made it so much easier for us and so much more enjoyable, I think. Mm-hmm. Very much so. I agree. So, what do y'all, what, what's y'all's take on George Morris? Like, what do you know of him? What do you like of him? I think I would tremble in fear and crumble if I actually met him in real life, to be honest. I think honest. you would, too, actually. I, I, I love sir. you so hard, I'm but I think My skin yes. is as thin as tissue paper, though. Like, it, it's true. It, <laughs> I act like, <laughs> it probably wouldn't bother me for a second, but I'd be crying in my, my tack locker. I think it's really so, um... But uh, but but I appreciate. I really do. I appreciate his um, frankness and all of his wisdom, definitely. And I and I actually have. I brought his book because I I try to read something um, educational every couple of months. So I have his Hunter Seat Equitation. Uh, this is the third edition. I don't know if it's the it's most very recent good. one. It's but very um, good. but anyway, it's on my bookshelf right now. I'm not far, too far into it, but I'll post a book review on our blog. Maybe I don't know. Oh yeah, that's. But good I've idea. been enjoying like it that. because yeah, he imparts a lot of really good wisdom, and you know, obviously very. Practical. His pictures are very good to you. The pictures are I really, really like good the, in the They're book. very like very they, helpful. Yeah, mm-hmm. like like some some things you read, and there maybe aren't enough pictures to make them even very helpful. Mm-hmm. But there there are enough, um, and in the right places, I think, to make what he's talking about actually connect because you're reading right. a book you're not actually watching someone do it you know so mm-hmm. there's only so much you can do with the book medium i think with horse instruction but um anyway i've been enjoying yeah. it so um there was a good the, the reason i was thinking about him being so into thoroughbreds is because i read a quote you know i'm always looking up into horse quotes and everything to do with it but um oh. i've seen quotes about him and then so there's an article and i think practical horsemen i believe where he talks about his what what we need to do with horses and why we like stop importing all of them, and the quote was, "Somehow we have to get back to the horses we have in this country. There are tens of thousands of horses out there. There are gym twists out there. I don't know what gym twist is. That'll be Greg Ooh, Best know, Horse, who is the silver medal. Sorry, yeah, that's, he's that's I'm kind right. of his biggest fan. Why yeah. do I not know that? He's a 1984, <laughs> I think, oh, okay. uh, silver medalist and. Greg Best rode him, and I actually did a clinic with Greg Best, and I asked him to get on my horse, Whitney, at the time, which y'all know her. Yes, And she's a very squirrely little mare that's about (laughs) like riding Pepe Le Pew. Mm -hmm. And he was like, absolutely not. I would never get on that horse. And I'm like, but you're like a silver medalist, and you're telling me you won't get my horse. And he's like, yeah, because I'm like 6'3", and I'm not getting on a stupid tiny mare. That's like the stupidest thing ever. And like, God laugh at him, because he's real laid back. Uh He's real laid back. But Jim Twist was evidently a very difficult horse to ride, so he said. And he was very much like that. Very one of those that, like, some people got along with him, some people didn't. But he was just an amazing athlete of a horse and just mm-hmm. loved to work. Blah, 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 whatever. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, so there are Jim Twists out there. The American Thoroughbred is the best sport horse in the world. I had two very early European mentors, Hoto, I can't say that word, at Oxridge, who is a great horseman and some other word that I'm not even going to try to pronounce because I don't know. Y'all can, I'm sure you can just type this quote into we Google. We will type phonetic information in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. Alice is on the show notes for this. Both of those Europeans told me repeatedly, George, the best horses in the world are those American thoroughbred horses. I would like to see, I would like to somehow in the next 25 years to see some people with deep pockets get back into that direction and utilize this internal resource. Um, you know, it goes on to say somehow we need to tap into the thousands of thoroughbred breeders in the U.S. and show them that there's big money to be made beyond racing. And I think that that's such a good point. Like these thoroughbreds are so athletic and we know it from, from our horses. And even in the past year, mine has just been like, I will, I will be so sweet and I will do whatever you want me to do, which is a big difference. But she's she's so versatile too. Yeah. So yeah. versatile, so hardworking, keeps going. I mean, she almost gave up on life, and then she was like, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. But, I mean, the, you know, the ones that we just got mm-hmm. are also hard workers. And even though um, Liv's thoroughbred didn't race, 
She yeah. wants to work. Constantly. She wants, and that's one reason we got her because her her first pony is one of our school horses, and she is obsessed with working. Mm-hmm. And we obsessed, yeah. I mean, we met this thoroughbred, and it was like, oh my gosh, that's like an advanced version of your horse. Yeah, it you really know? is. Same. Now the snowman. Have y'all seen? Uh, the Harry the Snowman. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm watching it. Um, it's really that to, good. Add that to my list of horse movies I it won't is, watch because I don't know why. Um, why no, would you watch? It's, no, 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 it's good. good. It's very I'm, educational. I'm, tea. I'm just afraid that all of them will be sad. And it's I don't a documentary. Watch. It's, <laughs> not, it's more documentary, it, which yeah. I didn't realize. And okay. I, no, I cried at the very beginning, but I was only crying through the whole thing because I could relate so much to the lifestyle of the trainer and working mm-hmm. all the time and the kids being up all the time and having to do stuff and they didn't want to. That was where my tears came from. But Harry the Snowman, in there, George Morris speaks a lot. And he talks about the history of the horse and the American thoroughbred. I forgot about that. But mm-hmm. in there, he talks a lot about that and, like, how the horse is developed. I think that's in that. I'm pretty certain. I, yeah. I think it is, too. I think it's if it's not, it is in, I will find the link if it's not. But um, he talks a lot about, but it's very good, like, if you're a horse person, to listen to because you can understand how wars and things like that affected how we ended up with the horses we have now mm-hmm. and what's yes. competing. Yeah. So it's very mm-hmm. interesting. It wasn't Harry and Stoneman because he was from a country. Yes. It'll be linked to insurance. Alice has got a lot of work on these yeah. show notes. Yeah. Holland because, or somewhere like that. Yes. And, and so somewhere he like that. Uh, ended up immigrating um, yes. shortly after the end of World War II and they talked about sort of what had happened in this country. Right. The Germans were stealing so, yeah. the horses and mm-hmm. things like that. And yeah. You know, so it I mean, I'm going to watch it this weekend. Yep. Yeah. No, it's very <laughs> educational. Like you will learn so much. Is it on Netflix? Yep. <laughs> yeah. It okay. sure is. Fabulous. Fabulous. Yeah. So, um, I feel like we, maybe we should talk about some of our favorite George Morris quotes, memes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> there's so many of them. I mean, obviously, they're all going to spark some conversation, but I feel like we all should um, kind of go through our favorites. What you think? Yeah? I yes. think we absolutely should. Okay. So my favorite one of all time, I think. <laughs> no, it absolutely is. I'm going <laughs> to teach you about men. Distances are distances are like men. Never grab the first one you see. It's never the best one. More will come along. That is my favorite. And honestly, our girls, if you say that was a really bad distance, don't you remember what distances are like? All the teenagers will go, yes, ma'am, I know. Yes, ma'am. Because all the parents are like, what? And I'm like, I'm not repeating it. They know. They, they know. know. And y'all don't need to know. That's so great. <laughs> so true, though. Um. Hmm. What about Alice? You got a favorite Do you one? Well, mine's part of our thing later. So oh. Okay. No, Alice doesn't have one. <laughs> I have got so. I mean, I've got many. several. I've got several that I pulled up on my phone. So I really I like it. I like the the one about. Um, and I'm making it up because I don't see it, but. The one about you sit like a soup sandwich because I think that's really you great. You sit like a soup sandwich. Yeah, no, I think. What that's does really that even mean? I don't even know, but I love Have it. You never, like, what would a soup sandwich look like? Oh, it would be all mushy and disgusting. <laughs> okay, so imagine okay. someone that you know who sits a trot like that. Yep. There you go. Boom. Ew, gross. <laughs> you yeah. sit like a soup sandwich. You sit like a soup sandwich. Oh. Um, <laughs> so you know we were talking about earlier about um, parents. Sorry, yes. I just th- was yes, thinking yes, about so one. You're good. And, of course, I'm sitting here with Google on, and I'm going through things. Let's just be honest, because I don't remember it off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> we're talking about parents and being like, yay, you. And you're like, no. no. There's one that says, is that clapping? I hope you're clapping for the horse, because your rider doesn't deserve it. <laughs> I love it. I like whenever he calls things feral, like when he says your horse looks feral. Yes. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Um, let's see here. I don't know where they are. I hear them. Um, so another one is don't. And this is more inspirational to me. It's not necessarily funny. He's got some good, like serious quotes. Yeah, too. don't copy the people you write against. You have to do better. And mm-hmm. I think that's such a good, mm-hmm. a good thought to remember. Is you know, don't try to go out there and be as good as them. Mm-hmm. Go out there and work to be better. Yeah. So I'm. I think that's also because just, your best could be better than their good. I don't know. <laughs> I'm saying if you try your absolute best, it might be even better than that person that you're watching that you think is doing better than you. you know? Well, and you know, sometimes too, like, and this is where sometimes our children struggle because they they do have the lesser price 
wise horses. But, you know, the expensive horses, the kid has to be on and riding well, too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, and JoJo sees that a lot and has understood that my little girl, sorry I say your name all the time, but whatever. Um, You're the mom, sees, I think you can. I know. But she sees that a lot, you know. So, so I think she understands, but I don't think the other girls get that you on your, you know, not as fancy horse that's had a lot of work and a lot of time in the saddle can beat the really fancy one if the rider's not paying attention, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, you have to do your job up there, yeah. and they forget that. I okay, here's so. my ape one. You ready? Yep. The don't pump, you look like an ape in labor on the top limb of a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly what a few of my intermediate riders look like. <gasps> oh, my gosh. You're so right. <laughs> you're so right. But then he says, like, like this one, don't be distracted by criticism. Remember the only taste of success some people have is when they take a bite out of yours. Mm-hmm. And I think we get that at the horse shows a lot because they criticize, or the A show, the, the Yousef rated shows, um, because, you know, they look at us and they'll make comments like, oh, she's just a local jumper. Mm-hmm. She just does a local circuit. Mm-hmm. Well, it really affects my rider, and yet my rider's beating them, you right. know? So, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's one of those where you... You have to take that and remember that the only reason they're criticizing you is because they feel self-conscious. And they see you And they need to make themselves feel better. Mm -hmm. Right. You know? So, yeah, exactly. And they see themselves as a threat. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. There was another one I liked. I don't know where it is. (laughs) Buying horses is very tricky. It's worse than marriage. It's easier to get a divorce than it is to get rid of a horse. That's so true. <laughs> mm. um, the best exercise for your riding, put down your fork. <laughs> oh, I had, that, I had that thought today. I had that thought today, y'all. <laughs> There's um, only one hill, the one we live in now. <laughs> that is one of my favorites. I'd forgotten about that one. There's just so many. He's just so funny. Love him. Um, what else? Anybody else? Anybody? Anybody else got something? Alice, you've been super I mean, quiet. So you don't have anything. Days. No, she's well, saving no, something. No, she's saving I, it. Okay. I, I, should we just let it go then? Sure. Perhaps we should. <laughs> so it was like no hesitation. That she was like, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Well, because I wanted to contribute, I really feel like I have never. So what I have um, is a is a little game. Ooh, I love games. And I can't take credit for the answers and questions in this game because I pulled them um, off of um, horsenetwork.com on an article that they published about a year ago. And uh, it is a quiz game called George Morris or Kanye West. (gasps) (laughs) Shut the front door. Or the stall door, for that matter. I'm really happy. I know. I'm so happy. Let's so, go. So, Lindsay and Anna, are you ready to play um, George Morris or it's Kanye like, West? It's like, watch happens live. Think. Y'all watch that? No, y'all don't. Never mind. I don't Keep think going. I could love this more. I, I do know. not think I could love this more. I know. All right. So, um, all right. So, I'm, I'm just going to read a quote. <laughs> and it's up to y'all to debate and decide whether it was George Morris or Kanye West. Okay. Okay? Okay. All right. Uh, now, is everyone familiar with, we've already talked about George Morris, but Kanye West um, is an American rap artist. And I'm old and have no <laughs> so It's okay. Um, probably most famous for having a smart math and marrying Kim Kardashian, maybe? I didn't know that much. Yeah. Okay. So, right. anyway. Um, all right. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. We were born <laughs> I'm, ready. I'm writing down because I already know what the title of this episode is going to be. And okay. I'm reading what she's writing, so I was delayed too. Sorry. <laughs> okay, first quote. Visiting my mind is like visiting the Hermes factory. Shit is real. Got to be Kanye. I think Kanye too. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. You're correct. Because I don't think George Morris gives a shit about exactly. <laughs> brands. He'd be like, what is? <laughs> okay. All right. She's just warming us up. He'd be right, like, so if that, it's that not tech, then it's Some shit. of them get a little bit party. Uh-huh. Okay. She's just, that was just a warm up. Yeah. Okay. Okay, you think you are so good. You are just a big fish in a very small pond. I would rather be a small fish in a big pond. I know all of them. Okay. I know. Because Anna is raising you know? her hand. She's raising her hand so she knows. Do you, know? <laughs> you know? It's him. It's George. Totally George. That's that's absolutely George Morris. Okay, this might be my game here. Like, okay, hold on. <laughs> I'm going to keep, can I keep this score? This game you've been waiting for. Can I keep yes. score about how many yes, you've done, you right? Okay. Uh-huh. Yes. Are we doing? Are we just going against the world here? Yeah, okay. I think so. Right. Against the world. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Oh, yeah, I didn't think we were going against each other. So. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. We don't do anything against each other. I know we would fight okay. too hard. <laughs> Somebody would die. <laughs> I would absolutely die. All right. She's a butt grabber. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's tough. That's a hard one. I told you they got harder. <laughs> oh. I, I, I want to say wait, wait, wait. George, but I think I'm going to go Kanye. But I, I really want to say George real bad. I, I think it's Kanye, but I also think it could be George. See, I'm the same way. Well, yeah. think about what they could I mean, be talking about, I guess. I, I know. It should be. All right. Well, the answer is that that is a George Morris quote right there. <gasps> oh, yes. See, you wanted so, it to be. And it's because we keep talking about stop riding with your seat. Yes. Stop. Yes. yes. My okay. gut was saying Yeah, I know mine was too, but I was like, oh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, okay. Butt grabbing's horrible. We had some okay. butt grabbing today. All Always. right. Okay, next quote. All this polo on, I got horsepower. That's Kanye. Kanye, absolutely. That's absolutely Kanye West. Yeah, that, that one was because that he was mentioned right. a brand again. So yes, I see a trend. Yeah. All right, George Morris would be like, "Your brand is feral. Take it off. It's <laughs> not tucked in. It's feral. Not tucked in. They try so hard to be equestrian looking. I know. All right. Um, it's called submissive. Your husbands know what that is. Yep. That's George. George. That's George. That's absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It was like done. <laughs> All right. Put in work. Eat your salad. No dessert. Get the man you deserve. Absolutely, George. <laughs> oh, I think it's Kanye. You think it's Kanye? Oh no, maybe not. Oh no, but see, it's just because I just said the. It's because he rhymed. The- it's because he rhymed. Say it again. Oh, say it again. Okay. Say it again. Well, not say it again. You get one chance. Uh, I think it's because he rhymed. That makes okay, me think Kanye. Go, I will go with your answer because he rhymed. Okay. That was Mr. West. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Good for catching the rhyme. Yeah. I'm too tired. <laughs> All right. When you're the absolute best, you get hated on the most. Oh. I've missed I George. Think, I, see, you know, I'm going Kanye because of the phrase hated on the most. I don't feel like George would say hated oh, on the right. most. Oh, you're right. Okay, I think it's Kanye. I feel like that's a little I'm gonna go I with could you. be wrong. No. But what if I said it and I'm wrong? <laughs> it's okay to be Cause wrong. Because you said the other. I know. I'm going with you, though, because I, I feel like you're right. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, that was a good call. It was It was Mr. Kanye. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Very good. I'm glad that we are like, <laughs> we, must, we, must, we must take down the quote and dissect it for us. Can you tell we work together? <laughs> we dissect all the things all day long. All day. Mm-hmm. All right. I didn't have talent, but I had great ambition and still have great ambition. That's definitely George Morris. I think so, too. That's absolutely George Morris. I know that one. Hey, so you remember, Alice, when you asked, like, what we talk about all day? Yes. We dissect one thing (laughs) just like this right here all All day long. This is your game. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, absolutely nothing we will take and dissect into 4,000 pieces. And we got to talk about it. (laughs) We should have done Silent Balance before and, like, done the thing where if we we were a vlog, we would have, like, had everyone write on their whiteboard and turn it around at once. Oh, I don't know if I could because I'd have to talk and ask questions. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know me. I'm always like, huh? Wait, wait. (laughs) Many questions. All right. We have a couple more. Okay. Okay. One of my biggest Achilles heels has been my ego. And if I can remove my ego, I think there's hope for everyone. Um... I, I only, I, this is a tough one. Mm-hmm. I'm on like a 51, 49% okay. in here. <laughs> but I think I would I, go George because he used the phrase Achilles heel. And I don't know if Kanye is. <laughs> I don't know. He uses words sometimes where I'm like, oh, I'm really impressed that you know what that is. Okay, then I would sway my 2% if you felt okay about it. I, okay, so I, here's really the thing. I'm really on the fence. Like, is <laughs> it <laughs> lyrics versus mm-hmm. quotes or is it quotes and quotes? It's. I mean, it just said quotes and quotes. I could see, I, I could see Kanye. Her. I know so many questions. I could see Kanye saying that when he was just speaking. I was like, it was a Mister um, Mister John Wilkinson from HorseNetwork.com who put together this quiz. So we'd have to um, ask him, "Hey, John, will you comment on our blog post <laughs> and tell us if these are all Kanye West lyrics and George Morris quotes, or if they are just quotes?" Quotes. This is a tough one. It is a tough one. What What's your gut say? My gut really is not speaking. <laughs> it's not it even. usually speaks. Actually, my gut's saying Kanye. I'll I go with that. Wrong. I'll go with that because I was on a 49-51 yeah. if that equals 100 ratio uh-huh. thingy percentage. Whatever. All right. That, that is a Kanye way. Yes. Okay. <laughs> High five. Got it. Okay. Not ratio. Percentage. Whatever. All right. I know what you meant. Last, last one. 
if you learn from your mistakes, then I'm a mucking genius. Oh. <laughs> that's gotta be Kanye. Yeah, gotta be. <laughs> gotta, gotta be. That, that's Kanye West. <laughs> and, like, and he didn't say with an M. So. I know. I figured. <laughs> that's a good play, though. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I like it. So y'all liked my game. I did. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I loved your game. That was so the fun. best. That was the best ever. Um. Okay, so one good thing that happened this week. Oh, I mean, I'm assuming we're done. Anybody else have anything uh, to contribute no, to the George Morris conversation? I could all, talk for all I had was the Kanye West games. <laughs> I mean, it was a very good contribution. I like it. I think it was it a game was changer. A really, yeah, absolutely. No <laughs> pun intended. Um, I don't want to go first. Alice? Um, well, I'm going to be happy and sad, I think, so... If someone oh, to go first. You can be happy and sad. Okay. It's okay. We love you. Okay. Well, um, someone's going to start out sad, but it'll be happy. Um, but so my family lost my grandpa this week. And um, and so I'm so sorry. And, by I, the way. and I, I, I thank y'all so much. It's great, it's great to have, you know, a, a place like the barn to come and, you know, just just be, I think, when you're going through something hard. And um, and that's kind of where my, my something good that this week happens because um, my grandpa was a very disciplined man. And, um, and even though he, um, cause always kind of a roll with the punches kind of guy, he always had his routine that sort of kept him going. And I think that's sort of what the barn has become for me as an adult. It's kind of like become a part of my regular routine. It's something I can not only look forward to, but something that keeps me grounded. You know, my riding lessons, yeah. my time with my horse. And, and here I am like tearing up. Oh. <laughs> I know, I've thought about it like 80 you. times, like how I was going to say it. But, um. I think we've all kind of had a rough week. It, it's, it it's has been, been a rough week. Rough but week. so that, that's my something good is that. You know, I feel like my grandpa really left me with something, you know, a new appreciation for this routine that I've taken up with the barn. So, yeah. Hey. I mean, I don't know the barn's good either because I'll just play off of that. <laughs> but, you know, I'm playing off of it too, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all had a rough week, and I was in such a terrible mood yesterday and just had so much on my mind. And just being out here and a, a girl that rides getting a new horse and having a new horse to play with and, being able to hang out with my barn friends just helped me so much. And even like, and I literally stopped in the middle of the arena and I was like, oh my God, I got to just say it all out. Like I've got to like get it all out of my brain. (laughs) And to have like no judgment, listen, and then I can turn around and like also talk about, oh my God, we had such a great lesson today. (laughs) You had an amazing lesson. Um, And then to just be able to go home and be happy and like I, like, listen to music and it was a complete turnaround from the beginning of my day yeah so I would second that yeah and I I would have to second the routine thing too like that's been one thing I have a horrible foot injury that is really bad and I've not been able to work out or do anything and I was doing yoga this past week which I've always made fun of, but oh my gosh, it's so good for horses. (laughs) Um, But, you know, and it was just the routine of just making everything a practice of like, Mm -hmm. just do it even if you don't feel like it. And like, we've had a crazy couple of days and I'll get back to, I've got one more tiny one, but with just what you've said, but like even just tonight, you know, I mean, we've had seriously two crazy days. Any of us could have said, oh my gosh, I just can't. And it would have been so easy to just not do it. But this is just such a good thing that was a routine. But it was also something that was like sitting around the table and we're eating cheese. <laughs> and Prosecco. Um, bunny cottontails, which are some great cheesy puffs. And yeah, and a lot of Prosecco. But it was just good to just, yeah, you know, feel like you're getting something done and being accomplished. But also just having fun and just being at the barn. Right. Mm-hmm. And well, I think you find those things in horse people too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like a shout out Definitely. to all the freaking horse people. Cause it oh, doesn't matter. Lee, yeah. It also doesn't matter like what else I do or don't have in common with any of y'all. But like, if, if you, you have, have like, they like, they like horses too or grew up around them or something. You have something right. to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> well, and yeah. it's like this special appreciation, I think for so many things that you don't, you just don't find in many other right. situations. And we had fun with the horse coming in last night. And it was crazy, and it was a little stressful because we were tired. And we had a lot going on. It was later than we had planned, and mm-hmm. it was just nice sitting in the barn and all the people around and all the horse people. And it was a trainer that I just love dearly, mm-hmm. and I rode today, and I didn't want to with him. <laughs> I'll be honest. I love him. I wanted to ride with him. I did not want to have to ride today. It was yeah. hot as crap here in Birmingham, <laughs> uh-huh. Alabama. Oh, my word, it was hot in the hood. And it was insanely <laughs> humid. Yeah. And this girl doesn't do sunshine. I ride my indoor arena 
anytime I can. <laughs> and, but it was fun. It was just really good to be with him again and to just go back because he's so very routine and basic, and I can appreciate that and the horses that we've gotten from him. Mm-hmm. And then the girl had a great ride today, and it was so, you know, like all the parents were just so impressed because day one, I mean, the horse has not even been here 24 hours. No, and she's and in a she's lesson. she's locking around in a lesson with and four like, other horses. And loving it. Yeah. She was loving it. Yeah, so it was just nice to, to reconnect, you know, because reconnections mm-hmm. are always good. And, yep. and it was just a great time and, you know, in the middle of absolute chaos. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, and I think that... You know, when we go through experiences like this, I love to see the connection of the horse and what it brings. Because, I mean, obviously I've been working with his parents of mm-hmm. the girl who just got the horses, the horse. Right. Um, I handle kind of all the, like, operational stuff at the barn as far as, you know, horses in, horses out, um, what all they have to do. And so I've worked with them a lot. She's but- a bomb <laughs> business operations manager. <laughs> um, but I think it's so neat to, like... To see horses bring people together. Like, I love the mom. Like, and the dad, too. But I guess I've talked to the mom more. I love the dad, too. But just the relationships that happen because, you know, we're still so excited. And she's like, thank y'all. And we're like, no, thank you for being such a good horse mom and dad. (laughs) And they're just as tired because they've been anticipating this horse arriving. And (laughs) it's crazy. Right. You know, so, yeah. and, And she and they loved where the horse came from just as much as we did. Right. And I mean, even today we were sitting there in the lounge while y'all were doing lessons. She was like, y'all, I just can't even speak more. I can't even speak more more highly. Is that a word? (laughs) I Uh, think so. Yeah, that's right. I can't even speak more highly about this trainer that we got this horse Mm -hmm. from because A, the horse came in like, perfect condition perfect (laughs) condition but but also there's so many similarities between the program that it was seamless yeah and you know she and she was talking to all those people who are probably future pony moms right (laughs) and um, you know and I I can't tell you how many times she's said to me and I'm sure you too thank you yeah you know I don't know I just really love how horses bring can can bring people together and we're all we're all talking about like let's go hang out like let's go get a drink (laughs) yeah I mean like we were planning to cook out right because they were going to their car right so yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so good horse week even in the middle of the crazy in the middle middle of of all the crazy all the crazy (laughs) all right well I guess that's it and we'll wrap it up we didn't really go into anything happy but it was a happy sad (laughs) It's yeah, the first, no, it's the first episode was... of like anyone actually tearing up, and it was me. <laughs> it was me, the girl who Which never is cries. So backwards. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. 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 Happy trails, y'all. Stir Up Trouble is proudly a Mucking Mare production with music from Jerome Walls. 